Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Morrow, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women get control of their cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. Isn't that what you want? <laughs> okay, my friends, if you would like more support in reducing your cravings so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I, sh- I share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. There's no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week. So if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head on over to the show notes and follow my calendar link to book a call. Or if you just want to know more about me, you can head on over to my website at kisaamaro.com. K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com or Instagram at kisa.amaro. That's it. Head on over there. See what I got. Okay. Before we get into this episode, I have misplaced my glasses. So I am going to do my best to read from my notes. We'll see what happens. (laughs) They're in the house somewhere. I just cannot find them. Okay. So the topic for this episode um, comes from a listener and a client. Her name is Pam. Pam is amazing and wonderful in doing all the things and making huge transformations in her life. It is amazing. But Pam wants to know, what are some strategies to handle when you are at a gathering And doing your best to stay away from all the food that looks yummy and you crave, but you're choosing not to have. However, you see everyone else indulging in it, especially while you're standing there talking with you. How do you continue to overcome and make good choices? Thank you, Pam, for this awesome question. And I think that many of the listeners can relate to this, right? I know I've been there. Like I can just imagine myself standing at a party somebody's eating a brownie and I'm just like staring at the brownie and paying no attention to what they're saying to me. Cause I'm just like, brownie, 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 brownie. <laughs> looks so good. <laughs> and this person's probably like, why are you staring at my brownie and not looking at me? <laughs> you got to make fun of it sometimes. Right. Okay. Um, and especially we're going into the holiday season. It's right around the corner And I think once this episode airs, it will be past Halloween, but we still got Thanksgiving. We still got Christmas. We still got New Year's. And you know what? Valentine's Day is in February. So there's not much time in between New Year's and Valentine's Day. So I titled this episode, Navigating Social Gatherings with Delicious Food. But no matter when you are listening to this, what time of year, What I am sharing with you today can be applied to any social gathering, not just during the holidays. So who's been there, right? You're at a party and there's a table of delicious food. You want all the food. Well, maybe not all of it, but the brownies for sure. Pumpkin pie. Yes, please. And cheese and crackers. Mm -hmm, Yep. Gonna have that. But you're working on not overeating and eating all foods in moderation. 
So what's a girl to do? Before I get to the solution and the strategies to help you navigate social gatherings and make choices that best serve you, I want to talk about what you are about to step into. There are a lot of emotions going on at a party or social gathering. Depending on you and your personality and your mood, you may be experiencing excitement, joy, elation, maybe anxiety, apprehensiveness, or apprehension, however you say that, or awkwardness, right? I know I am more of the latter, the anxiety or feeling awkward, especially if I don't know everyone, right? There's a wide range of emotions that you may feel during a gathering, and your feelings may shift throughout the party as well. Some of these emotions may be uncomfortable and you don't really want to feel them. You're at a party after all. Aren't you supposed to feel good? Right? So if you're experiencing a negative emotion, you are going to want to buffer or cover up the discomfort with food. Right? And this doesn't only go for negative emotions. Sometimes we have positive emotions and we feel like we need to celebrate, right? We have that celebration mindset, like I'm around these people I haven't seen in a while. Let's have some food. Let's have some drink. We deserve it, right? But back to the discomfort and the uncomfortable emotions. When we feel in an uncomfortable emotion, we want to get away from it. We want to seek pleasure and we do so with food or alcohol. And guess what there is a ton of at parties? right? Food and alcohol. (laughs) And not just healthy food, but a plethora of food that contains high amounts of fat, sugar, carbs, and salt, like these very highly desirable foods that our brain just wants, right? We're just wired to want and crave fat, sugar, carbs, and salt. Food like tasty desserts, mashed potatoes, stuffing, chips, fried chicken, and the like, right? I can remember my time in Guam when I used to live there. Let me tell you, they know how to throw a party. There would be tables of food, right? Tables and tables of food and just whole tables of desserts on it, just like different desserts. There was no lack of indulgent food at these parties. So it is easy to grab some food to give you a hit of dopamine right? To get away from that uncomfortable feeling of anxiety or awkwardness or just to celebrate, right? Or if you have the thought, food makes me happy or food makes me feel good, you're going to want to eat the food to feel good at the party because it's a party after all, right? So how did I not give into my cravings at these fiestas in Guam? They call them fiestas. Um, and so, yeah, I have five strategies for you to use when you're at a party or social gathering to help you choose foods that serve you and reduce your overeating or emotional eating. These are strategies that I use and that I share with my clients so they can make the best choices for themselves and feel in control around food. Okay, number one, have a game plan and stay in your own lane, okay? So first and foremost, I am a huge advocate for planning ahead, 
I think it is such a powerful skill and tool that you can use to help you make decisions that serve you and really think with your prefrontal cortex, right? That that part of your brain who knows about your goals, knows about your future self. You use that part of your brain to really think about what will serve you and what won't, right? So make a plan. Know that you are going to, um, what you're going to have before you head to the social function, right? You know there's going to be desserts or drinks there, right? So make a plan as to how much you're going to have. Are you going to have one glass of wine? Are you going to have one serving of dessert? Make a plan that will serve you. And when making your plan and executing it, and this is especially important when you're executing it, remember to stay in your own lane. Remember your journey and your goals. Just because everyone else is indulging in seconds and thirds doesn't mean you have to. You are, are, you are making decisions for you, decisions that serve you, that help you heal your relationship with food. Make the decisions that best serve you. Okay? Don't be swayed by other people's actions or words, right? They don't have the same goals as you. They may be going back for seconds or indulging at the dessert table, but you don't know how they're going to feel afterwards. And in fact, you might know how they're going to feel afterwards if you see them going back. No judgment, of course, right? But if you see them going back for maybe seconds or thirds, like, oh, they're probably going to have a stomach ache, right? And once again, like no judgment whatsoever, but just noticing this, okay? So number one, have a game plan and stay in your own lane. Number two, be aware of your thoughts, okay? Be aware of your thoughts. These are just the sentences in your head. Now, this is such a game changer when we start to notice our thoughts around food or the situation we're in. Right? Notice the thoughts that are going through your head. I feel uncomfortable. Food will make me feel better. Food will fix this. Everyone else is indulging. I will feel left out. Each of these thoughts is driving a feeling and action. And that action is going to be to eat more food. Eat all the food. Overeat or overindulge. And that is what you don't want. So notice your thoughts around food at the party or even just the situation like everyone else is eating. I'm going to feel left out, right? Notice your thoughts or the thoughts in your head, right? Those sentences in your brain and see if they serve you. Remember, a thought is optional, all thoughts are optional. It's just a thought, not a truth. You can choose not to believe the thought if it does not serve you. Or you can choose a new thought altogether to create a feeling and action that serves you. Okay, so be aware of your thoughts. Number three, 
allow your cravings and emotions. Now, understanding how to allow your emotions and putting it into practice during social gatherings is so valuable and will create so much empowerment and a feeling of control that you are in control, not the food, right? And I I can't overemphasize when you go through this process the first time and you allow a craving or an urge to eat or an emotion and you don't turn to food, like how empowering that is. And just realizing that I don't need food to fix this situation. Food does not need to control me. Now, I have two episodes on allowing emotions, episode seven and episode 58. So I suggest that you take a listen to those, if you haven't already, to help you understand the concept of allowing your emotions or cravings, right? But basically, you are letting the feeling or craving be present with you without resisting it or trying to avoid it. Okay, so oftentimes we resist our emotions. We try and resist the cravings like, oh, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to eat the brownie. I'm not going to eat the brownie, right? That's just resisting it. There's tension in your body and tightness and it's really uncomfortable. When we allow that desire to eat, we feel where is that desire in our body, right? Where does it show up? An emotion, a craving, a desire, whatever you want to call it, is just a vibration in our body, just a sensation. Essentially, it's hormones being released in our body and it creates a sensation. So we just want to notice where where does that show up for us, right? This will most likely be uncomfortable, but not impossible, my friends, okay? If you are feeling uncomfortable at the social gathering, then allow the discomfort to be present in your body. Okay, so I sometimes feel awkward, especially if I don't know many people, right? I feel awkward. So instead of going to get food and giving myself a hit of dopamine to feel good, I'm going to allow this awkwardness to be present. I'm going to notice where it shows up in my body. Do I have a tightness in my legs, a tingling in my legs, tightness in my chest, Maybe I feel it in my throat because I don't want to talk to anybody, right? (laughs) Maybe there's a tightness in my throat or a burning in my stomach. I just notice and let it move through your body and it will pass. Emotions last on average 90 seconds, right? So allow the discomfort for the 90 seconds without resisting it, like trying to push it away or out without avoiding it, like, Let me think about this instead, or let me, I don't know what you would do at a party besides eat and drink, Um, (laughs) because that's what I usually do, right? Eat or drink to avoid. So we're not going to eat. We're not going to drink. We're just going to allow that discomfort to be there, whatever it is. If it's a craving for food, an urge or a desire to eat, if it's feeling awkward, if it's anxiety, even if it's excitement right? Hey, I'm going to feel this. I'm going to feel this. Just simply say to yourself, this is discomfort. I am willing to feel discomfort. 
This is part of the human experience. And it truly is, right? Part of being human is that we have a wide range of emotions. We feel happy. We feel sad. We feel angry. We feel joy, right? This is part of the full human experience. Okay, so number three is allow your cravings and emotions. Number four is a question and a thought. (laughs) Does this serve me? Does this serve me? And then think about your future self. When you're asking, does this serve me? In an hour from now, does this serve me? Tonight, when I get home and I'm laying in bed, will this serve me? Tomorrow morning, will this serve me? Next week, next month, next year, will this serve me? Now, I think this question is so powerful. Does this serve me or will this serve me? Does one brownie serve me? Yes. Do three brownies serve me? No. One brownie will serve me. I will take my time and eat mindfully and enjoy the experience of eating the brownie. And I will feel no guilt or shame around it. I will enjoy the heck out of it. And I added think about your future self to this because often when we are thinking with our lower brain in the moment, so when we're at the party, we're like in the moment, our lower brain's taking over. We are only thinking about now. And yes, you might believe that the third brownie will serve you right now because it will take away the discomfort, which is all your lower brain wants. Okay. All your lower brain is to see, wants is to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and do what's easiest. In this situation, eating another brownie is bringing you comfort, right? It's taking away the pain, and it's pretty easy to eat a brownie, right? I think it is. So I invite you to think about your future self. Will this serve your future self? Will you get home later tonight and feel good physically and mentally if you eat two brownies or more brownies? Or will you feel physically discomfort from overeating and mental discomfort from regretting eating the second or third brownie? Okay, really tap into your future self and think about what will be best for that person. So does this serve me and think about your future self? Okay, number five is kind of a little bonus. And if you have listened to most of my podcast episodes, you probably know what is coming next. And that is because no matter what you are working on, what tool or strategy you are implementing, I always, always, always want you to have compassion and curiosity through this process. Okay, so number five is have compassion and curiosity through this process. Okay, we cannot hate ourselves thin. It doesn't work because I've tried it for many years. Does not work. But what does work is having compassion for ourselves through this process. So you ate three brownies. Instead of feeling guilt and shame like you usually do, I invite you to choose compassion for yourself. 
This will be awkward and difficult at first because you are so used to beating yourself up for overeating. After all, you shouldn't be doing it and you don't want to be doing it, right? But try it on and see what happens. Try on compassion. I like to think of what I would say to my best friend if she had eaten three brownies when she only intended on eating one. What would I say? Maybe something like this. Sorry to hear that. I wonder why you ate more than you intended. What do you think was going on for you during the party? What feeling were you trying to cover up? Right? Doesn't that feel so good? Like, wouldn't you want a best friend saying that to you? Guess what? You have yourself. You can say this to yourself. Sorry to hear that. I wonder why you ate more than you intended. What do you think was going on for you during the party? Like, what was up? What was going on for you? What were you feeling? What were you not wanting to feel? What were you trying to cover up? Okay. Say it to yourself. You ate more than intended. And instead of going to guilt and shame, say, sorry to hear that. Right? Say it. <laughs> I feel like a bully right now. Sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. But truthfully, like, I really encourage you to try it on and say it, okay? Right? It feels so much better than negative self-talk, okay? Be kind and compassionate with yourself through your journey to healing your relationship with food and ending your emotional eating and cravings. This is the only way, my friends, right? Negativity, negative self-talk, hate, shame, guilt, that does not get you anywhere except deeper into the spiral you're already in, okay? Now, this process will not come overnight, but over time with mindful and intentional work and compassion for yourself, you will start to create compassion, right? You will start to look at yourself with compassion and what you do with compassion and address it with compassion. Okay, so just to review the five steps that you can take to help you navigate social gatherings with delicious food. Number one, have a game plan and stay in your lane. Make choices that serve you, not somebody else. Two, be aware of your thoughts and how they affect your feelings and actions. Okay, if they don't serve you, you can choose not to believe them and you can shift your thoughts. Number three, almost forgot what number, allow your cravings and emotions, okay? Allow them to be present, to pass through without resisting them, without avoiding, avoiding them. That's not due to my lack of glasses. That's just my, me trying to um, put two words together. Um, once again, you got to laugh at yourself, right? Okay, number four, asking, does this serve me and thinking about your future self? You could even say, does this serve my future self? Will this serve me in an hour? Will this serve me tomorrow morning? And number five, have compassion and curiosity through this process. What will you work on? I want you to choose one strategy that you can implement 
at the next social gathering you attend. Just work on one strategy at a time. There's no need to take on all five. I give you five, yes, but just choose one, right? Choose one that resonates with you the most and put it to use. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. I would greatly appreciate it. Or better yet, share this on your social media and then you will reach many, many more people who could benefit from this episode. And join me for my next episode where we dive into discomfort and that you must be willing to feel discomfort in order to reduce your emotional eating and overeating. Okay. I know we have really like light and airy and fluffy topics on this podcast. <laughs> this is a really, really fun topic, discomfort. Um, we all love discomfort. Um, so you might want to wrap up in a cozy blanket for this one um, or for the next episode, right? So until then, happy socializing, my friends. Have a great week. Bye.